listening to Ramer, Bradford Student Radio. Hi everyone, welcome to Ramer Radio this beautiful afternoon. My name is Cynthia and a part of what we decided to do in the studio is to definitely talk to our politicians and of course the main aim is to make sure we get students involved in politics. Um, today in the studio we have with us a very, very... Um, <laughs> very, very um, uh, charming man. Yes, that's the word. Um, Joe Whitley is the councillor for the Bingley Ward. Um, he's from the Labour Party. It's so amazing to have him in the studio. He is he's an ex Bradford student, University of Bradford. Are you and I'm so mm-hmm. proud of you. Oh and of course, God. Miriam is also in the studio, Hi. and we will be doing the asking <laughs> together. How are you doing together today, Joe? I'm grand. How are you? Great. I'm doing good too. So let's start with um, the, the let's start with the first question. A lot of people ask me: How many parties are there in the United Kingdom? Uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember the three main, the four main political parties, and I'm sure the Reform Party would probably kick me for not saying they're a major party. But <laughs> uh, if you want to go five, we'll go five. So you've got the Conservative Party and the Labour Party. Those are the two main parties. Yes. Um, the Conservative Party is sometimes referred to as the Tory party. Okay. Um, you've got the Liberal Democrats. Oh, uh, yes, I know that. Who switched over from being Liberals to being Liberal Democrats. Democrats yes. And yeah. uh, you've got the Green Party, of course, and um, the Reform Party, who we don't talk about. <laughs> no way. <laughs> but how does local politics work in Bradford? Um, so you've got... 90 councillors. Uh, you've got three councillors representing 30 distinct wards across the district. Uh, and I represent one of those wards, which is Bingley. So every year we elect um, one councillor um, out of the three. So mm-hmm. we, we elect sequentially in Bradford. So that means you'll have an election usually uh, once every... Well, you'll have it one, two, three, and then there'll be a gap year and then oh, we'll go okay. back on the cycle. Um, and in other districts, they sometimes do all, what are called all-outs. So everybody gets elected, um, but we don't do that in Bradford. <laughs> mm, okay, so I'm curious, how do you get involved in politics? Uh, I got involved because I wanted to do something good. I was raised to live well and to help others. Those are the two philosophies of my life. So, While you were in the university, you already knew you wanted to be a politician. politician. Uh, I was already involved in politics. Oh. So, yeah. Um, mm. I was a town councillor when I was at university. So I think it's it's different because I mean you just spoke about already being involved in politics. As as against now, I mean lots of students don't even know about. Yeah, everyone. Um, people like for example me when I think about politics, so I was like, oh, it's too much for me to think about. Like you said, like lots of parties, you have to listen to different people say, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do this. So to like pick from what they've said and use it to like frame your thoughts or what you want is like too much for me so from that age like how do you like what's that one what thing yeah you? that inspired and be like okay i think i want to be involved in politics uh well i remember when i was very little my mom because uh, i grew up in the states and one of the public broadcasting channels you get pbs uh which is where you got sesame street yeah. a wonderful <laughs> julia child um they uh, they played a film, an old film from the 30s called Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. I know the movie. You know it? Oh, yeah. Excellent. Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, 
So I watched that film and it was all about the synopsis. Is it's all about one individual who's selected after a senator dies. Mm. Uh, so in the states,、uh, the governor appoints where there's no election, and so Mr. Smith is elected、um, and realizes the corruption and graft at、uh, Congress, and he's trying to do something good, trying to create a boy、um, uh, sort of Boy Scouts camp、uh, to bring kids from all across America together to learn about the outdoors, and、uh, he ends up coming against very stiff resistance、mm-hmm. and. Then launches into a filibuster, and there's something very romantic about the idea of somebody standing up for the principle of trying to help others and just being genuinely decent. And so, I suppose that would probably be a catalyst. Definitely, definitely.、Um, I mean, you've been on this journey for a very long time now, which is very good. I mean, whilst you were in the uni, you were already doing this. What are some of the successes、um, that you've had in Bingley? I、uh, so I'm、um, in Bingley's traditionally been a conservative stronghold. So. Uh, I first stood for election in 2015 as a district、oh. candidate,、uh, lost. Stood again in 16, <laughs> lost.、Uh, then decided maybe we needed somebody a little bit、uh, who could who could get us over the line. So I spoke to one of my ward colleagues,、uh, Marcus Dearden, who owns the Five Eyes Lots Cafe.、Um, he's very well known, very well liked.、Um, he was interested. He stood. We got him elected in 2021, and、oh, I got elected in 2022. So. Two years on from having Labour councils after over twenty years,、um, and we've just elected our third Labour council and the first woman in twenty-six years this year. Wow! So that's fantastic. So, wow! Patrick. <laughs>、um, but the things that we're most proud of is、uh, a lot of people in Bingley have、uh, state that Bingley never gets anything from Bradford. All the money is taken and put into the city centre. And、yes. yeah. we were very keen to disprove that theory. We thought it was a lazy narrative that the Conservatives had sat on for a long time. And we said no, no, no. We can, we can definitely get something back for Bingley, and、uh, we're very proud of the fact that two hundred and thirty-seven thousand pounds has been invested into our local park. So that's crazy. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Don't tell me it can't be done. Wow,、uh, that's big. It's very big.、Uh, obviously, there's six point one million going into Bradford Grammar School, so that's to improve、uh, special education needs and、mm. disabilities education. So,、mm. uh, we're looking forward to that in three stages over the next couple of years.、Um, so that's fantastic. I、uh, mean, Big Bingley is part of Bradford, so they definitely should get a cut of it. Well, absolutely.、Um, it's not about getting a cut of it. It's just about making sure you've got strong representatives. Yeah,、um, yeah. Okay. You speak about、um, Bingley being very conservative, and for that reason, you faced a lot of, you know, like challenges trying to like put yourself out there. Do you think、um, conservatism is also like a general issue in Bradford in general, not just Bingley? Like, are there other parts of Bradford too that are, like very conservative? Uh, yeah, there are parts you can go back.、Uh, Ilkley's been a strong conservative seat for a very long time. Craven was, but、uh, although they're not the party I'm a member of,、um, although I'm very pleased that they beat the Conservatives, the Green Party have started to make headway in、uh, yeah. Craven District.、Um, obviously, the Conservatives hold Bailden and bits of Wharfdale and other parts of the district. So, yeah, it's、uh, you've got some strongholds, but we're making gains. We're, True. Trying to stay relevant into people's lives, which is how you win. Stay local, stay relevant, and、uh, do meaningful things. I'm even excited that I mean now there are lots of great things happening in Bradford. I mean before now there was no regeneration, there was no new buildings. Like one, you have to finish one building、um, before you start another one. Like what to you? If if I can ask you, what do you think are the real problems of Bradford? I I think the. One of the biggest challenges we face, and it's one we're certainly going to face this year, is that the government. So this is central government. So people get slightly confused about how local authorities are funded. 
So you pay your council tax. That obviously, we get a rate from council taxes. Um, we also get some business rates as well. Um, and that's pretty much where all of our income comes from now. However, we used to get 320-odd million pounds from the national government, which they've completely cut. So since the Conservatives and the Libs were elected in 2010 and the Conservatives have carried on, they've absolutely decimated local authority funding. So you're going to see a lot of local authorities go bankrupt uh, over the next, well, one to two years, really, unless the Conservative government centrally do something about it. But, be, uh, I mean, business-wise, do you think Bradford is doing well? Uh, I think we're making headways. You'll have seen the new uh, development and the new yes, market. So. Yes. We're quite excited about that. And I am. I am so excited <laughs> yeah, about it. About all the new buildings that are going up. Yeah. I was chatting with, um, I think it was Alex. Alex Rochelle. Yes. Yep. And we were talking about how that um, they want to bring down the Oslo market and like take every one of them to like a bigger place. And for me, that's like big news for... that's definitely big news for Bradford. It will bring more big businesses to Bradford and that's quite amazing. Is it, and I mean, the city, being the city of culture, as we work to renovate out the Alhambra, um, mm, which yeah. as an events manager should excite you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, one question I have for you because while we are talking before the O, I was talking about how I don't really like living here. But the thing is that what advice do you have for people, especially Bradford students, that are not from Bradford. I came into Bradford just for school and they're like thinking about, mm, I don't really, I don't think this place has anything for me. What Do you think they should like just be a part of the community so we can grow this community together or is like, is there a future for them? And because I, I feel like the main challenge for is a lot that people of, are living, the young yes, people are living. Once they're done with schooling, school, a lot of international students just want to leave, leave Bradford, Bradford to like go to another city. Now this is because they say that there is no um, job opportunities for them, and that's like a big challenge for us students, and that's why we're really bothered. Um, what, what would you advise? Uh, very big question to ask of what do I give uh, advice to events managers and what do I give to people who are studying HR? Um, I think that particularly for events managers, get excited because we're the city of culture in 2025. Yeah, yeah, so uh, that's true. we're going to have a lot of arts events. and cultures events and certainly in Bingley, which used to host the Bingley Music Town, mm-hmm. uh, well, sorry, Bingley Music Live, and we're trying to make ourselves a music town and lots more events in Bingley. I'd say there are opportunities out there. You just they are sometimes a little bit more difficult to find than yeah, you might otherwise that's like. That's definitely true. <laughs> uh, it is. I mean, I graduated law. Uh, I graduated from University of Bradford with a degree in law, and went Whoa. especially law firms. even TKs already. <laughs> especially you, law firms. Yeah, our friend behind the camera. She's so excited. <laughs> There are very, very few top law firms in Bradford, and it's a big, big issue. Oh, she said zero. I mean, that's not entirely. You've got one yeah, of the biggest regional. I remember when I told one of my friends that I was coming to Bradford, and then like three days later, I think she go go Bradford, and she was like, "Don't go there. I heard it's very dangerous. They kill people." And I was like, "I don't. No. I paid the school fees already. What do you want me to do?" And I've been here every day. She asks me that, home, and I'm like, "Nothing of such." But the only thing I notice is my other friends in other city. It's really easy for them to get like part-time jobs because sometimes during the break because we're international students we don't really get our families so we're just like okay maybe I can just get something to do during this break just to like you know go outside my my dorm so I don't have to stay in my Mm -hmm. dorm every time but it's really hard for me 
like stay in Bradford to like as to get like a part-time job even just for the break for summer for spring break but my other friends in other cities is really easy for them we'll like talk about it together Why do you think let's this just is get let's just get a job for the break and just to pass time and you know make extra money to buy extra dresses and wigs <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just everyone got a job and i'm just there searching applying every day why do you and think truly ad breaking uh, I, I think that i Funnily enough, I delivered a career booster because I work for the TUC, which is the Trades oh, Union big. Congress. Um, so we represent uh, the well anyone who's in a trade union. So there's a trade union congress in Bradford. Uh, well, so it's all over the UK, but we've got a regional office in uh, Yorkshire and the Humber, which is based in Leeds. Uh, but I was invited to come and do a career booster mm-hmm. with about 43 mostly international students, um, wow. and like yourselves from Nigeria. Um, and they all talked about the same thing, that they were struggling to find part-time jobs, that they mm-hmm. found the restriction on the number of hours they could take difficult. Uh, obviously, that's not something as a local council I can help yeah, solve. Yeah. That's no, something actually, for the I, national I'm government not bothered about that because I think it's just, you know, for the... But during the early days, there's no restricted hours, but still, you still can't get the jobs. So uh, we talked about this in terms of what you could do. And I mean, the students' union for any students is the place to go. And you should be engaging with the students' union. If you want to find out what jobs are available, uh, they should be helping you guys and helping signpost you to what is out there. Definitely. Let's talk about you. How do you engage with your constituents? Uh, fairly regularly. I talk to them on the doorstep, catch them in the pub occasionally. Uh, <laughs> no, we do a lot of door knocking. So we go out into the community and uh, we'll do street surgeries, which is basically just knocking up, saying, hello, how are no you? No one has knocked on my door. Well, I can't speak and- for my other colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really sweet. Like, you just walk up to them and just talk to them. Like, But how can a councillor help a community? Um, so, obviously, there are planning applications that go in. So, you'll see all sorts of things. So, um, for an example, there's a planning application that's going through, uh, that's gone to appeal, uh, where the developer wanted to build, I think it was about six, seven homes adjacent to a cricket club. Obviously, this would have affected the cricket club as an amenity. So, you know, we're supporting the cricket club and helping to preserve uh, the cricket club as a society. Um, so we can make representations on planning applications. Obviously, we can we set the budget for the district authority um, in terms of what I've just said about securing funding. So we work with the parks department to try and maintain a whole host of things uh, when it comes to the, the local amenities we all enjoy. Um, and we can just be as creative as we like. I submitted a motion last year mm. calling on the council to um, ensure that any contract that we give out, so all the councils will send out various contracts um, to different businesses to deliver various things. So whether that's social care, whether or not that's uh, delivering goods and services for council canteens or other things, uh, they've now got to ensure that uh, whoever we contract with mm. is paying their tax in the UK. So... Uh, there's a very easy thing you can do through HMRC. Um, and, yeah, so that means we're keeping businesses, we're ensuring that council is procuring with mm. hopefully more local businesses, but mm. primarily people who pay their tax in the UK, so we can all benefit from that. Benefit from it. Amazing. Um, uh, let's talk about you in the university. Did you enjoy your stay in the University of Bradford? Yeah, I did. It was what great. were your favourite deans? Like maybe the club, were you society? In the society? Oh, I was incredibly dull. I <laughs> <laughs> you didn't join any society. No, I joined the law society. Oh, oh really? Okay. What yeah. societies were you? Well, so I was just in. The, it was just the law society for me, uh, primarily. I think I tried. I, I tried out fencing, but by and large, a lot of my activities were outside the university. So, 
Yeah. I, as I worked as a trade union company rep for the GMB, so I would, while yeah. I was doing my law degree, I'd represent workers in grievances and disciplinary hearings. Wow, that's yeah, okay. so nice. Amazing. Okay, so, let's talk about students who would want to be a part of um, politics. What are the steps that they need to take to be a part of? Well, obviously, they should join the Labour Party. Um, <laughs> you have that's to join the Labour Party. <laughs> that's so strong. Like, just join the Labour Party and that's all. It's the starting point for all great things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, obviously, if you wanted to join a political party, just go online. You can find um, membership forms. And depending, How much is it? Uh, I pay, if memory serves, five... Five twenty-five a month. Just twenty-five pound a month. And as an expiring no, five twenty-five a month. Five twenty-five. Yeah, not twenty-five. It's I only pay about five twenty-five for the Labour Party to be a member, uh, but oh. it has the membership rates. I can barely remember. I joined a long time ago. Oh, okay, okay. As an aspiring politician, what qualities do you think you should possess? Uh, I think you should just want to do the best for the community for you're the hoping community. to represent and the people you're hoping to represent. Okay, so and you think just having that out of, like, I want to give these people... I think that's a good starting best. point. That's, Holding that's some good. good, strong socialist values, of course, matters. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about how um, students used to be engaged in, pol- in government and how it is now. I know that before now we used to get, like, loads of engagement of students um, in with the government, but now it seems like it's, like, gone down. How can students get their voice heard um, by the government? Uh, it depends on which which one you're talking about. Are we talking local or national? Local. Okay, so obviously you can email your local councillors. Uh, if there's a particular issue you're passionate about, for example, uh, there's a group, I work with a lot of different groups in Bingley, and uh, one in particular, Friends of Myrtle Park, are working with local skaters. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to find out how we can uh, improve our skate park facilities. Uh, although so long as nobody ever asked me to go on a skateboard, I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay, so you just have to email your local councillor's oh, office okay. about like your plan or what you have or what you need. Well, yeah, it depends on what you're passionate about. There's a lot of students here. So, for example, if if you're passionate about the environment mm-hmm. and you want to see the and you look online to figure out what you can do to put pressure on the local authority to become more environmentally friendly. Well, one thing you can do is you can join the West Yorkshire Divestment uh, Pension Funds campaign group, which is very long and sounds very tedious, but it's all about getting the West Yorkshire Pension Fund to divest away from, which is to not invest in um, fossil fuel companies. I think a lot of students don't know about most of this information that you're seeing, and that's why I'm always bothered about how... um, Yeah, I think information is actually limited, like because I think maybe it's the marketing and me speaking. When there's, like things everywhere mm. it stimulates your mind to think about certain things because there's nothing like it's not because young people the attention span is actually not that great like they're focused on the next thing that's in front of them so if it's not in front of them if it's not really affecting them they might not think about it because a lot of people think politics is an adult thing but at the end of the day these people are making decisions for the next generation exactly so it actually matters so i feel like the people in politics should also try their best to, to, to engage, sure to stimulate the young people's is, mind yes. towards politics and let them know, look, you have to be involved in this because these decisions these people are making, it's going to impact your it is. future later. No matter, the laws, the, everything are going to impact you because you're the one that's going to leave. So most of the time, you're going to out- outlive these people that are making these um, decisions. I agree. And so, it's... so I think... 
they should um, people in politics, people in government should do more to stimulate the young people's mind. That's just well, it's why I my popped opinion. along today. Yeah, that's just <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing my is, best. Yeah, which is great. Which is great. Um, actually, okay, we the, have which been. Is great. Okay, you want to say something? I was just going to say that you're absolutely right. That a lot of young people don't get engaged in politics, and there's a reason why most district councillors are over the age of 55. In, in fact, to be to qualify, yeah. I, actually, I find it very crazy that somebody like that's pushing ninety, and then people are like, "Oh my god, this person is a conservative." Of course, they're conservative. They're literally ninety. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I'm not sure it necessarily applies that if you're old, you're a yeah. conservative. But yeah, I, yeah that's uh, how most of us think. <laughs> but uh, know that I mean, I'm a I'm a young councillor apparently. So anyone yeah. under the age of forty constitutes a young councillor because yeah, that's yeah. how far we've got. Yeah. But, and there's also another big problem in the fact that you've got very limited female representation primarily councillors are like me white male uh, don't come from a diverse background and aren't well obviously we need to encourage more women to get involved in politics like yourselves and yeah the thing is that even if they're interested you know sometimes when you get somewhere and you don't even see one person that looks like you you might get discouraged but I think no matter what you, you that should motivate you sure. to want to create a space for other people Okay, we have been chatting with um, Joe Wheatley. He is the councillor for the Bingley Ward, and he is, I mean, he's had so many great things to talk about. Talk to us today. Um, so much information in one video. I'm so excited we chatted with you. So, the, my last question What are your political plans for the future? Uh, I'm not sure. I obviously just do my best for my constituency and uh, do my best for the district. So, Beyond that, uh, if uh, I continue, if I sit as a <laughs> member of the Bradford District Credit Union, as a board member, that's the excitement I live for. Amazing. Uh, in an ideal world, how can a student make the world a better place? Uh, just get active. Uh, you know, look for information and question everything. Mm. Uh, so that's one of the biggest challenges. It's why we've seen leaders like Trump rise to power. It's because people don't ask questions. And people don't think about the information they're being given. So get involved and, uh, yeah. TK, do you have any question? As a lawyer. No. He's a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. He <laughs> went to law school. I went to law school. <laughs> uh, so I, I didn't do either. Uh, I finished up my law degree and went to go le- work for a law firm in Bradford. Oh, um, amazing. So I worked for Switolsky Solicitors after I uh, finished uh, my degree. Uh, I'm saying that you should keep looking and applying and remember, <laughs> it's the one thing I say to everyone, we, we're from Bradford University, We've got a, there's a slight rep with Bradford, so you've got to work yeah. a little bit harder, it's sure. what we have to do. Thank you so much, Joe, for coming to the studio to chat with us. We had an amazing time and thank you so much. Miriam, thank you for watching. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Man, could you explain-